All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the XL Tribesman Podcast. I'm your host, Kirkland. And today, I got on my good, good, like, first of all, first of all, before, see, I tried not to eat so I wouldn't be super hungry because, like, I knew we were going to talk about food. And I was like, well, I'm gonna give me something real good to eat afterwards. But I got really hungry now. I really should have, we, we should have got something to eat to eat. Yeah, we, that's, that would have been perfect. We, we we really getting into it. We could have ate on camera. Next time, though, this won't be the last one. Got it. Um, yeah. So I know y'all heard him talking, but I want to introduce y'all to my guest. Um, he goes by London James. Um, he has an amazing content creation platform called Bays and Bros. Close, close. Bros. No, that's what you call your. You, that's what you call your fans. It is right. called Food is Bay. Food is Bay. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Dude, I knew it was going. Hey, we, you've been watching though. You've been watching, yeah. Yeah. So when you introduce everyone, you say, "What's up, Bays and Bros?" That's yes, sir. That's how it goes. Okay, so introduce yourself to the people. Tell them about why you got started, and like, we want to know everything. Yeah, man. So, of course, as you said, my name is London James. I am the host of Food is Bay. Food is Bay is a, it started out as a vlog, had more like a vlog format, and then it just evolved into like a show. Um, but I travel around the city of Atlanta, well, pretty much all over Georgia, and I try all different type of foods from Germany. Down south, south, south Georgia. That big, that's all. Oh, yeah. Fried chicken. What? Yeah, that that was uh, what was that? I can't love Joy George. Yeah, love Joy. Yeah, that's that's we, we that's not deep, Atlanta no more. We were deep south, deep south. Like, don't try to claim that as Atlanta, you know. Oh no, no, they can't oh, claim that Atlanta if they if they wanted to. It's too deep. But yeah, I, as you can see, I, I'm from Atlanta. Well, I'm not from Atlanta, Georgia, but I live in Atlanta, Georgia now. Originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I got into food because of my dad. My dad was a foodie. Uh, we would, as a kid, all I remember is just traveling all over Cleveland, uh, going to restaurants where most of the people didn't even speak English. And uh, it was just, Wait. <laughs> yeah, man. What kind of food would y'all eat? So, I mean, it, whether it's German food, uh, there was a couple uh, Ethiopian spots that we used to frequently go to, Jamaican food, uh, Japanese restaurants, um, I mean, so Greek restaurants. And what he was really trying to do is just expose me to different cultures and get used to being comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Meaning, you know, he used to always tell me like, it don't, it don't matter what room you in, you belong in that room if you're there. So when we would go to these restaurants, I grew up with those moments of like, we would walk in and like people would literally pause. Yep, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? It's like you can hear pins drop. Oh, absolutely. Footsteps. Yeah, absolutely. And um, at first I felt uncomfortable, but then I just got used to it. Like, this is what it is. And But one thing I can say is no matter what culture you, you come from, uh, whatever your background is, food ties everybody together. So if we're pointing to stuff, as long as we eat, and that's all that matters. So he was one of the, the people who really got me into being a foodie before a foodie was like was being a thing. A thing. Yes. Yeah. Because it wasn't my always mind, a thing. Wasn't a thing. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a bad thing before if you were into food, right? We definitely, we definitely will get into that. 
See, I know we're gonna get there. So your dad was really like expanding your palate before you were like in high school. Right. That's yeah. really good. I I didn't yeah. my palate didn't get expanded until college. See, so we're gonna talk about food. So right. for me, food has been a very a very interesting journey for me until until age 13, I had never had American food before. Oh, where are you from? I'm Jamaican. Jamaican, so, okay. So I was flabbergasted when I um, I was uh, spending the week over my friend's house and they were eating fried catfish and grits. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> what, what's, what, and this is my face too, what's that? Right. Like, and you know, you know what? I totally understand that culture because my uh, daughter's mother is Jamaican. So I did nothing but spend time, you know, at uh, cookouts at Jamaican homes and everything like that. So that could be a, a huge culture shock, just like it would be the other way. Like, I didn't know what ackee and saltfish was. Ooh, ooh. Now, what I ate, I was, I was, I was happy. But I, I'm saying, like, this This look like eggs. <laughs> it do look like eggs, doesn't it? It does look like it's exactly like eggs. But it's not. Oh, it's not. So I can understand how to be a culture shock. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I used to eating strange things growing up. And then my uncle was a hunter. So deer, black bear, alligator. We used to go fishing. He used to take me fishing. So I'm, I'm into all that. See, that's... See, you started talking about the things in the wilderness. If that's oh. it, you lose me. See, that's I'm, really... I just, I, it just, I can't, I can't, oh, I can't, I can't. I just... Listen, man, you know what I had to learn early in life? And this is why I feel like my channel is a little different. And, I'm, and I, I, I started out just doing cultures that I most, uh, especially African-American homes have never been, um, introduced to like Lao food. Like I love Lao food. Lao food is much different. It's an Asian cuisine, but it's much different than the normal Chinese food we used to or Japanese food that we used to. Their culture is more of a sweet, uh, sour, pungent, in your face type of flavors. Uh, even Greek food, um, just, and, and that was my thing, like pho, you ever have pho? Vietnamese, it's a, a soup called pho, P-H-O, Vietnamese soup. Oh, yes, I have, I've had, I have pho, you have said pho? pho? Yeah, well, it's pho. It's pronounced pho, even though it's spelled P-H-O. All right, I'm sorry. I put my American accent on it. What, right. Pho. Pho. Pho, P-H-O, yeah. Pho. And even, even simple, you've had pho. Yeah, so that was, the, that was the original idea of the show, um, just to expose people to different cultures, especially like the African-American community. But then I start feeling like I'm, I'm bearing away from who I am in a sense. Like I was trying so hard to expose people that I wasn't really tapping into my culture. And, right. you know, now I really got that balance between, you know, exposing and then, you know, Dude, our culture. What you, what you yeah. just naturally love. So how long, how long has your channel been around and then how long did it take you to kind of figure out where that happy medium exists? How long did that take? So honestly, I'm gonna say answer this in reverse. One, I'm still figuring it out. You know what I mean? And you know, and, and that's the great thing about the internet, is there's no rules. You know, you can change, it's nothing wrong with changing 
your whole format right in the middle of a season. I'm on four seasons now, um, but I've actually only been doing it for two years. Yeah, four seasons. Yeah. So each season got anywhere from between 12 and 17 episodes. Okay. Um, this was, okay, good. I'm going to start that one. I'm going to come back to that. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So I've been doing it for about two years. Um, I didn't want to call the, the people who follow me fans. Um, I, I just didn't feel, you know, like that. I, I, who am I? You know, who am I? But you know, we're more family than anything because we're all experiencing this together when we go to these when we go to these restaurants. So it's just like, I'm gonna call you bays and bros, you know, it's all my bays and bros. So I got it on t-shirts, got it on hats, got it on socks, everything. You can hit the link in my bio, my Instagram. Go ahead and grab some merch. Go ahead, like grab that, that merch. <laughs> but yeah, man, just about in this show notes. Yeah, just about two years, bro. And and um, you know, it's been a journey. You know, when I first started out. No love, no love. But it took one person to share my video and then I got into the food community. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was saying one person can change the trajectory of how people see you. Um, Absolutely. So I, I'm interested to know, is it hard to break into the food community? Is that like a difficult thing to do? Well, yeah, I, it is. And it's, it's simply, well, I'm, and I say this, with just being humble when I say this, okay? I'm a little different than most food bloggers because I do videos. Like I have a show, like I do a whole show. Uh -huh. um, but most food bloggers just, uh, you know, take pictures. Um, most food bloggers do like 30 second videos. So you sort of blend in with the with, with, with everybody else is doing. Um, and I still have my struggles because I'm not following uh, I don't want to say the status quo, but not following tradition of what what it, what is said to be a food blogger. Mm -hmm. um, but that paid off for me, and we can get to that later. But um, but it is hard to 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 jump in the scene and get noticed and start to get invited to you know all the foodie events. Um, you go from uh, paying for your food to not paying for your food. Um, then the next level is actually getting paid to do reviews. So you you gradually go for this. So like all for season one and season two, I paid for all the food. So that those ten dishes is, is coming out of my budget. Coming out of your know? budget, and I, I totally that's <laughs> that's really how it is. On the flip side, being a, a fashion writer, it's it works the same way. You yeah. Paying, I'm trying to see, I think I paid for this jacket right here. But you start yeah. off paying for things because. Who the fuck is this? Like, that's how brands be looking at you. Like, who the fuck is this? Like, who is this? Who's this? You're so right. you gotta, you gotta. I mean, in in essence, I guess that's the the sweat equity people talk about putting the work in, right? Yeah. So you start off by buying, in your case, buying the food, giving the restaurant a review, and if they like the review, I'm pretty sure, you know. So what I want to know then is, um. Let's say there's an aspiring foodie watching this episode, right? Right. How do you get from season one? Well, let's not even say four because you're in season four currently, right? Right. So let's say from season one to season two, like what was your, what were the things you learned going from season one to season two? Hold on one second. I have like some music pounding. Is that me? Okay. Um, to go from season one to season two, 
the, the most important part, uh, uh, people always tell me like, I want to start shooting videos, but I don't have the equipment that you have or anything. Man, I started with my phone and I was shooting full, exactly. That, that right there, and then that's going to tell you if you really want to do it. Because if you're not, you know, we were talking a little earlier before this started, but if you're faithful over a few, I'll make you rule over many. If you start with your phone and shoot, 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 what you want to do is use your phone till it to you till you feel like okay, now it's time. Yes. Right. Uh huh. You you got to start and you got to start and use what's in your hand. I always tell people, no matter where you are in life, if you're trying to get somewhere, use what you have right then and there. Don't worry about what you can't get. Mm-hmm. Worry about what what's you the, have. Well, what do you have right now that can make this dream? Um, come alive. So I would tell people if you want to start food, you want to say something. No, 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 no. I, I mean, listen, that's that's great advice because that's what I try to tell people: start with what you got. So yeah, you, yeah, you, you got to. Fellow entrepreneurs also saying the same thing: like you started with your phone. Yeah, and I would go all over Atlanta and go to and say again. What kind of phone you had, though? I am a proud Android user. <laughs> and I saw that green one. I was like, what is this? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. And this is when I transitioned from iPhone to Android. So iPhone, wait, phone, wait, phone. What? Let me tell you why. So I iPhone, at the time, had a better camera than an Android. However, when it came to editing software and how I can edit and how I can save and post iPhone wasn't giving me what I need to do videos at that time, right? Okay. So the so the apps and everything I was using were so great and so strong. And I when we get off of here, I'll send you one of my old videos uh, that I I was like I gotta I gotta use the an Android, and that's where I started. So even if you have an Android, your dream can still come true. <laughs> but I, I say all that like people in the cartoon. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one so day. Android's that bad. But here, here's the irony: like all my other stuff is Mac. Like everything I edit with is Mac. All my other accessories are all Mac. So or Apple rather. So you know, you know. Anyway, back to it. First step is you gotta start. Start with what you got. got start it. with what you Do got. Know so. So I want to follow your evolution. So season one, you are using an iPhone slash Android. You move into Android. Um, no. No. Oh, you always use an Android. No. So what happened was before I even got to season one, I started taping myself and practicing before I started the show. Oh, I'm so, going to need you to drop some of those as some some of um, where they started, where they now. I mean, yeah. Do something. <laughs> what some things? Yeah, yeah, because you have to get used to. You have to get comfortable comfortable with being on camera, yes. and then be, because I, yeah, and because I go out to restaurants and the restaurants are packed, you have to get comfortable with people staring at you, listening to everything you say, not worry about being too loud, not worry about. Are they talking about me or judging me? And and you sort of have this tunnel vision. And I, like now, the, the name of my camera, I named it Simone, right? So now me and Simone go everywhere and we have that relationship. 
So with me, so, so now started with my phone. I before I even got on film, I would practice shooting and I would practice um, editing to see how bad I was. And before I invested in a camera, my first camera, before I invested in my first mic and tripod, I wanted to make sure this was something I would do, even if it wasn't successful in the beginning. And that's how I started. Okay, cool. So that's actually a tip I didn't even think about. Like practice before you actually, well, see, here's the thing, right? I used to be that person, right? I used to right. like perfect example. I'm gonna give you this, this brand Excel tribe as an example, right? So for me, like I am the person this is my fifth business, by the way. So my my four other businesses, I didn't think about nothing. I just had an idea. I went to the internet, bought a domain, went to WordPress, built a website. Bam! I got I, whatever it is. It's yeah. Um, I used to do celebrity gossip blogging. I, I've done some wild shit with my yeah. business. I I had a sex toy store. I've had uh, an electronic store. I've I've done. Uh, uh, emo podcast i've done a lot of shit so now with this brand i told myself you know what kurt i'm gonna slow the fuck down i'm not going to like jump at this idea i'm gonna let it marinate a little bit yes sir um because i wanted to practice not practice but get comfortable with doing business again because after my fourth business i shut that business down i really told myself man fuck business I'm gonna go back to college, I'm gonna get me a job and I'm out this shit because yeah. I was over it. So, but I think one of the things I talk about all the time is like, it took me seven months to put this business out. And I think all the time, if I would have just jumped at the idea rather than waiting how much further I could have been, yeah. I do agree with you, like practice at getting comfortable because getting comfortable in front of the camera is a journey in itself. I mean, yeah, that took yeah. me two years to do actually. Even from the time I started this website, like I didn't officially show my face on this website for two years after that. Yeah. Um, because I wasn't comfortable being in front of the camera. Really, I wasn't. Yeah. So I agree with it. But then I also feel like it hindered me a little bit. So yeah, I, I guess maybe you should try try half and then do the other half. How about that? So right. See, so now things are a little different because my at my confidence level is different. Got it. And I'm not afraid of failing either. So the first half of it was I didn't have the confidence. I don't, I think people need to be more confident. Be more. Um, honest when it comes to that one I didn't have the confidence and two I was afraid of failing um but now I, I just I'm a little different because I understand that just comes with it you know it just comes with the territory it's not you're going to fail but you're going to learn from that mistake right and then now that my confidence level is there it's it's just like okay boom I can walk into any room get on any meeting any meeting try anything and if it don't work it don't work I still got this brand I still am who I am. I just, I just have to, you know, approach it differently. So I think those are the two way, two reasons I practice so much. One, my confidence wasn't there, and you then I was scared of failing. You know what? I like that. I like that. Yeah, no. this is the truth. Right. Because 
I mean, in essence, it's the same reason. Actually, I wasn't confident and I, I didn't want to fail again. So actually, yeah. you are. Hey, this you is the reason why we understand something today. This is the reason why we're here today, bro. We, we saved. That's why we're here. Yeah. So I wasn't confident at all being in front of the camera, like whatsoever. And that it wasn't even because. Honestly, my comfort level wasn't, and that's the thing too, because I deal a lot with body image. And it wasn't yeah. because I was uncomfortable with my body. I was uncomfortable with people seeing my, seeing me like, ugh, how do I? I was uncomfortable with being open with the internet about my sexuality. That's actually what I was uncomfortable with. Yeah. The internet's super fucking judging. And so. Oh, come on, man. Come on, that, I mean that's just that's that is the internet, and the comment section is the worst thing to read sometimes, you know, because you always got that one troll. Go ahead, bust it up. <laughs> Them comments, I'm gonna tell y'all now. I don't deal with internet gangsters. You are gonna get blocked the fuck over her, because <laughs> the last thing I want is a big guy that doesn't already feel confident in himself come right. to a post that where I'm supposed to be inspiring him to feel better about himself and yeah. then have him press the comment button and be subjected to your troll ass. So yeah. we don't do that over here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I agree. The comment section is the worst place to be, especially yeah. on certain pages. It's like yeah. they live for it. So right. that was another reason too. Like, I'm like, how am I going to protect the most, the most, um, what I learned the other day um, from my other interview was that the most, the hardest thing for a big guy to do is take a picture of himself. That's right. what I learned. Right. And so, because um, we were talking about his store and we were talking about how, like, when he first got started, he was trying to figure out people were buying things, but no one would take photos in it because he has a store specifically for big guys and no one would yeah. take a photo in it. So he was never able to share real people in his clothes. And he was kept trying to figure out why. And right. he started to send surveys to some of his clients. And he said, I really love your things, but I don't feel confident taking a photo of myself. And that was when it hit him. That's what it is I need to unlock. If I can get you to see yourself the way that I see you, right. then everything will change. And so when I learned that lesson is when I realized, all right, well, I got to do it so the next guy can feel comfortable doing it. So let me right. step out the shadows. And you know what's crazy is that before I started filming, you know, that was my issues too, right? Because when I, I, I didn't see me on TV, right? And then there's a stigma about big dudes and eating. Oh, he the goofy, he the goofy big dude that like to eat and that's what he do, right? So, and I'm like, nah, I got swag though, bro. I'm not, we ain't just out here just like plumpity dumpity dudes. They, you know, we got swag, we can dress, we got vibes, you know what I'm saying? And I had to gain that confidence and that's just being 100% transparent. In. And I would ask people like, you think I should wait before I start the show? And people would tell me yes. Right? You think and you then, should, what? Wait, what was the question? I, I, I would say, I would ask people, like, you know what? You think I should lose weight before I start the show? Like, before I started Food is Bay, should I lose weight? And people would tell me yes. And then one day, man, it was like clear as day, like, 
you you're dope, right? Not not cocky, just confident. You know, like you're dope the way you are. People will love you for who you are, and you and and once you embrace who you are, find confidence in it, and 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 just go for it. You know what I'm saying? You never know. You you never know what can happen. But because I embrace that, I'm four seasons in. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I just thought about I look I, I thought about this when like I I wish I was one of the people you were talking to about should you start the show? Because my response would have been to you, I don't trust skinny chefs, so I don't I don't <laughs> I don't but you know what happened is 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 they were trying to force me in the space of being Bay who loves food versus food being bay. Did that make sense? Yes. They wanted me to be bay, right? And I'm like, I'm not bay. Food is bay. We're in love with food. Food is my companion. Food is my love. If you like me, that's just the bonus, right? But they were trying to make bay me, like salt bay. And make food the bonus. Come on. And that's not what the show is about. So. Okay, that totally makes sense now that you explain that way. But yeah, like, I mean, and I don't know where, I don't know where I learned that psychology from, but I think about that too. Like when people are like, when I'm watching food reviewers and they be skinny as you be like, do you eat this food you're cooking? Do you really like it? Do you really really like it? it? Because it doesn't look like you eat, so. (laughs) I'm not sure. Right. And then you know what else too? Another reason I started is because you don't you don't really see a lot of black males in that space. No. Even in the food community, when I go to events, it's probably like 45 women, maybe five dudes. Right? So and then under five dudes, four of them are not black. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe two. You okay. know, maybe maybe three on a good night. But that's another reason why I wanted to get started, man. You know. Got it. We need more of us in that space. Okay. So you said you're from it or you live in Atlanta. So there was the there was an event that happened here, I want to say two months ago. It was a food event. Food and wine. You in Atlanta? Yeah, I live in Atlanta. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh um, man, we got we got um, to do dinner, lunch or something like that, man. I mean Yeah. We, we, we'll get that popping off line, yeah. <laughs> like food it's my thing um but um so i wanted to know like at those events when you go to those food events like how do you um how are people how are you starting to see people like recognize you like oh that's oh yeah that's miss bay well yeah so let's say this so so um so let's say this, the, the food, the food, foodie circle is very small, right? When I say it's small, and when I say, I'm not talking about the amount of people, just the, the connections, the six degrees of separation. Um, so, and it's like, a, it's an in crowd thing. You gotta get in the in crowd thing. Um, but I'm very appreciative every, every time somebody recognizes me. I'm, I'm shocked because I'm like, you're, you're really excited right now. <laughs> like it's just me you're really excited right now so that whole London James thing but most of the time when people see me 
they always start with it's about, about to, to go, go down. down. Down, right? But that's, I mean, that's just. You know what I'm saying? The, and the funny part about it is I was going to stop saying that because I was like, oh, this is, I don't know if this works yet. This is sort of corny. And I asked one of my friends, she's like, just keep doing it. It's going to work. So every time somebody sees me, it's that it's about to go down. Um, real quick, I forgot. Go ahead. I'm gonna say no, go ahead. I, I was going to say, just to go circle back to uh, the starting out when we were talking about, about the levels, um, one thing you have to recognize is everybody in the food community, which I, I get a lot of love. So when I say this, I'm not saying this to downplay them, but I'm saying everybody's not going to love you. Everybody's not going to embrace you. But what you want to do is continue to make dope content and the brands will embrace you, okay? And you want those brand deals, you right? So you don't need 10,000, 20,000, 40,000. It helps. But if you have dope content and you're sticking out and not doing the same things, people will stick out. Like I work with Crystals directly. Um, a great relationship with Crystals, sponsored video. It's another big company called Sticker Mule. Don't know how they found me, but they found me. Huge company, and they developed the hot sauce. They sent that to me. Um, more recently, there's a Wait, Netflix show. I know Sticker Mule, but I didn't know yeah. they made food. I thought they uh, made... Yeah. They make they stickers do. that you put on, because I have some of those right. on my laptop. Yeah, stickers and all type of swag. But they developed the hot sauce. It's, it's called Mule Sauce. And somehow, they found me. And my guy was like, listen, bro, we want to work with you. More recently, I just, uh, there's a show on Netflix that I had never heard of before. It's called The Trailer Park Boys. Huge following, huge cult following. Never heard of it, but it's called The Trailer Park Boys. And I looked it up and watched the history. I was like, yo, this show is on Netflix. The guy reached out to me, said, we developed the hot sauce, two hot sauces. We want you to review it for Netflix and The Trailer Park Boys, right? Because he, the content is there. See what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I actually love to preach the same thing you're preaching right now. Like, I learned that. I mean, it took me two years to learn that, too. So I'm not even going to sit here and pretend like I always knew. Oh, me it. too. Like, yeah. I learned, you know, two years or so in that what matters to brands is unique content that they haven't seen everywhere else so if you making the best content on the internet but you only getting 100 likes keep creating the best content on the internet because somebody's got to about to see your best content on the internet and be like ah, i need that how do yes. i how do i how do i yes that? yes and you know i was I'm like how did you like how did you find me i don't see it as surprised as i did now but i'm like you know how did you find a page because so no, i still ask because i be wanting to know yes in I my wanna... mind in my mind, I just be in this little corner of the internet right here. Like, how did, you, how did you come to this little corner on the internet about me? I don't know. I want to know. So, one hundred percent. And 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 the same thing with brands. And I got another other brands thing. And of course, things are slipping my mind of things that I've done because you know I keep, I don't have a list. And we we're talking about it now, man. That's how restaurants find me. That's how you get paid for gigs because you're doing something that nobody else is doing. Like people were telling me in the big beginning that I shouldn't do videos because that's not the internet thing. Like, don't do videos, don't do videos. And then they came out with IGTV, right? And then they, now, and that was you know, the you place have- place for you. That was the place for me. You know, I was gonna mention that I noticed you have in your bio, you say no mm -hmm. pictures, only videos. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. So 
I'm going to, I don't want to take a stab at it. I want you to tell me where that came from. No pics, all videos? Yeah. Because I tried to be, and this is this is where being yourself comes into play. Mm -hmm. I tried to be the um, blogger that takes phenomenal pictures. And I sucked. That was horrible. No matter what camera I use, no matter what phone I use, I sucked. And it, it just wasn't, it just wasn't me. So now when people, and then this, this is the other thing too. When people go to your Instagram page, they're looking for a certain flow, you know, for your pictures to flow. So they're looking for a certain way, it, it, you know, to make it look, um, I don't want to say presentable, but beautiful in a sense. You know what I mean? Like it, they, they're looking for a certain flow. So with videos, you're not gonna get that aesthetic. That's where I'm looking for. You're not gonna aesthetic. get that aesthetic. Yeah, you don't get that aesthetic with video. You not get that with aesthetic with video. So, so people don't just fly past my page like, yeah, his page are crazy. They don't look like the normal pictures. I put no pics, all videos. So you understand, you're not gonna get that. But when you watch the videos, though, yeah. I get it. it. It makes sense now that you explain it to me because I, I, I was looking for a photo. Actually, it's funny because I was looking for a photo that I yeah. want to use for the flyer when this episode comes out. I was like, there's another. Oh, I got that for you. I, I was like, that. I'm going to have to make it. <laughs> I was no, like, I'm going to have to watch you. one of these videos and screenshot like the best look. I, that's what I was saying to myself. Yeah. And that's when I noticed this thing. And I was like, I'm going to ask him, well, why does he have this? Because I thought that was quite interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you moved on into season two. No, into season we're into season three now. So what is um what is what does elevation look like for uh food is bay from season two to season three? Like what are some of the things you implemented? What are some things you realized and eh, I like that shit, I'm taking it out. Like yeah. What what is so that? uh so after season two, then you know, money started flowing better ah, and doing yeah. good content, right? So now it's time to elevate exactly. Now it's time to elevate the equipment, you know, instead of the $50 roll mic, now you get the $349 roll mic. Instead of using um, $100 lens, now you're using a $900 lens, right? It's just things, equipment makes things easier. It doesn't make, it makes, you know, makes makes editing better. Now, and now instead of the, cause when I first got it, when I first started editing, I went to the pawn shop, bought a Mac computer blew the brains out on it, try to upgrade it. And then this is me, I'm gonna make it work. But now, you know, now you, you get an upgraded Mac, right? With the non-pirated software uh, <laughs> for editing. So now because I was persistent, because I kept going, now the funds are starting to flow. Now we elevate everything to make it look better, sound better, feel better. Um, and then just now it's a whole nother level of comfortability and season three, is when I started the Baden Rose uh, thing. And I dropped merch in season three. Season three too, okay. See, I, I, I feel you. That's kind of what I what I was saying to you before we started today. I was like, oh, this um, this is definitely, like this is my first time with this setup because generally when I'm doing like these podcasts, I'm generally at my desk, which is right here. But then right. I, don't, I don't like how it looks. And then I was like, nah, Kirkland, like I said, my word for 2022 is discipline. I want to learn yeah. discipline. I am the most non-disciplined human being that walks this planet. I do what I want to do, when I want to do, how I want to do it. 
and some that translates to business unfortunately they are yeah. that this podcast is one of them like i love doing podcasts but shit from june to november i had not one episode and i'm right. I'm, I'm and i'm looking at myself like all right everyone else is starting a podcast and they're out and they're blowing you out the water you know why because they're fucking disciplined and they're consistent all yeah. right Fuck this hey, but you know sometimes i take mental break like the end of the year i, I think i have one obligation and then i just take a mental break one thing i, I had to learn how to do is take breaks when I need them. Like if I'm too tired, I'm not about to spend my time up at six. And now I'm not saying that you do this all the time, but when you need that time, take that time. Um, unless it's like a uh, a paid gig, you know, if it's like a paid gig and I give I gave them a deadline to the restaurant, we gonna have it out at a certain time. But if it's just like a social event, you know, if you need time to to refresh yourself to get back in that space. So, you know, that you're giving the best version of you, you know, take that time. Cause I was too obligated to the internet to post, you know, every Saturday at this particular time, which I think is good to have that schedule. But now I'm more in the space, like if I'm not gonna give my all to it and I'm just gonna do something to get it done, I'll take a minute break. But discipline does take a, uh, it's a big, it's a big part of it. I totally agree. So a part of my discipline is adding that in, that piece you just said. For me, I was never adding that part in. I was just going, 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 burnout, right? Yeah. And going, 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 burnout. So what I built into my 2022 schedule for a podcast is I'm going to do 52 podcasts. I'm just not going to spend 52 weeks doing it. So what, I've, what I'm teaching myself is discipline with a balance. So I'm going to create, I'm so going to drop every, I don't know what day yet, but every week in 2022, there's going to be an episode drop, but I'm going to record six, seven, eight, nine, close to 10 if I can in a month. Right. That way I'm only recording for three months, maybe four. Yeah. No, actually 52 would be five, but whatever. You got to try to make it three to four months where I'm recording content. And then just scheduling them, I'll spend probably another month. So I'll probably spend five months working on the podcast. That fifth yeah. month will be me scheduling out the podcast that's going to drop every day for the rest of the year. So by the time June comes, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my goal next year is I, I want to drop at least uh, two episodes a week. Um, I really, Ooh. really, I really want to, uh, yeah. I Your really videos wanted, are like 10, 12 minutes long. So that's a and you know what? They could be a lot, a lot longer, but you they could be a lot longer, but you know the internet um all right, the attention span people, you know, I, I'm grateful for my watch time that's on Instagram and, and YouTube. I'm grateful uh for the idea that people are used to 30 second videos, 40 second videos, two minute videos, and people take the time to watch an eight-minute video from me. And so what I try to do is, is condense all the great moments in that seven to 10 minutes. So it doesn't even feel like it's that long. Um, but I want to, I want to do at least 100 videos for 2022. Ooh, I'm, That's my goal. I'm holding you accountable. Absolutely. Iron shop and iron. Let's go. 52, 100. That's the goal. 52, 100. I feel like 
in my mind, if I can knock out 52 episodes in 2022, number one, I will teach myself discipline. Number two, there'll be no reason that my channel doesn't grow. And I, right. that's the other thing too. It's like, I'm having growth, but it's not consistent because I'm not consistent. Like I work, yes, but I don't consistently work at something on a regular basis. It's like, I work, 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 burnout. And then the burnout may last two weeks. That two weeks on the internet is a lot. Yeah. No, that's true. I'm not posting on Instagram. It's like, it's like you started all over. Man, the, your engagement goes down so much when you are not posting. And it's, it's the craziest thing. But I'm glad you said that, bro, because everybody said they want to be an entrepreneur. Everybody said they want to be a boss. But when you that, you pushing you. Ain't no manager, supervisor. Yeah, ain't no but manager, supervisor, executive coming to you saying you're not doing your job. You know, you want to be a boss. We'll see. We'll see how much work you put in. You're doing your job. You look at your bank account, it's going to look like you ain't doing no work. (laughs) That's the part right there that I don't like that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I definitely want to grow 2022. 2022 will be my fifth year doing Excel Tribe. So I really want to experience an explosion of growth. Like I, I'm ready to be, you know, a semi household name. Like I've been doing this long. Yeah. Like I should, in my mind, I should be further than this. So we're gonna cut out all the, we're gonna cut out all the, the bullshit as excuses. Yeah. I'm too tired. I don't wanna do this, fuck all of that. I'm getting to work 2022 because listen, I want all the money. Fact. I want all the brand recognition. Fact. And I'm ready to hire people because it's a lot of work and I'm not. And bro, that that's that's the level I want to get to because I shoot and edit everything by myself. Right? There's no camera crew, there's no editors. Really? I didn't know that I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know that? No. No. It's it's all me. There's no, me setting it up. See, it's hard to, to set up all the equipment. Right, make sure everything is working. That's very hard to do. Sit down and now you're the talent, right? Very much a lot. Cause you know what I mean? every time I'm looking at you, I'm looking at myself like, am I still in focus? Like I wish I yeah. had a cameraman right now to make sure right. I'm in focus. So right. I get you. And there's been times where the audio has gone bad. There's been times where things have gone out of focus and I've had to fix it and make it work and all that stuff. But now money is, like I said, better. So technology goes up. So there's fail safes that I have in place to make it easier. But I, I like how you said it because that's my next level. I want to get a crew that can come and film me, you know, and then eventually when I trust somebody enough to edit the way I edit, then I want to throw them in there too. But yeah. Yeah. I definitely want, um, I definitely want an editor too. Um, I think I want two two editors. I want a managing editor and a video editor because I want, I still want, I don't want the website to lack any just because I'm moving a lot of my focus into video audio. I don't want yeah. the website to lack. So I want a managing editor for the site and then a managing editor for the visual audio stuff I'm doing on the podcast. So that yeah. makes money. So it does. I got to go make the money. Therefore, I got to keep the fuck off my ass. So yeah. that's really in 2022 <laughs> why I'm like, we got to get to work, Kirk, because this five years, and you listen, you got to get to work. So yeah. So now we're in With season it, four. Yes, sir. Show. 
tell me what elevation looks like in season four for you because now you bought equipment you got you know <laughs> software and right. um, you got new Macs and stuff so what does season right. four look like and can I be totally honest with you yeah. in the midst of season four I am I'm bored because I feel like I've been doing the same thing um for a while so now I think the next level in 2022 to finish out season four has to be travel. You know, there's a thousand restaurants in Atlanta, right? And a lot of them that I haven't been to. But I feel like the only way to elevate the show now is the travel, right? The easiest way for me to start that would be go to my hometown and do a coming home episode of all the food I was raised on in Cleveland, right? That would be really dope. We can okay. drive up to, I can drive up to North Carolina. I mean, is it North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, right? Make yeah. that an episode, you know? So I feel like the next level is traveling, you know, okay. traveling. For, I see what you know, you're saying. That's how you create uh, new content is by traveling. Uh, yeah. And experiencing other, other cities' foods. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's where we're going. Well, no, I know that's where we're going in season four. Level up. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? While you in Tennessee and North Carolina, make sure you um go to the restaurants where they serve moonshine. I think that'd be a really good episode. <laughs> Burning going down. I yeah, I, that's what I want to do, man. That's my next step, Kurt. I, I want I definitely want to, it's time to travel. Okay. Time I can I can definitely see traveling elevating you because then you're gonna not only open yourself up to a new audience, but you're also going to open your audience up to new places. So yeah. now, now, see, and see, that's what I'm thinking about. So imagine, right? Imagine, like, I don't know. I, I'm just going to throw something out there because actually I was just talking about Dollywood earlier today. So, right, like, imagine yeah. imagine people going to Dollywood saying, oh, I saw this on Foodist Bay. Like, right. Like, I want people, because people do that in restaurants now. One thing I'm very grateful for, the restaurants that I go to and my my the, my people, the Bays and Bros, they really go to these restaurants, right? Yeah. And they really tell me like if yeah. it was good or bad. And then the oh, restaurant, restaurant always- I think I'm gonna go on Tuesday, but you know what I mean? Right. Which, and Lovejoy? Yes. Oh and yeah. fried chicken looked amazing. Golden, crispy, Ooh, gorgeous. The way sexy. the way the way you were crunching and none of y'all was talking, and all you get. And guess what? Like, can I say this? In the food, when I'm filming, sometimes the food get cold because we're doing all them shots. Yep. I'm getting all the B roll, but the food was still crunchy even sitting there. It was it was it was phenomenal. Even after sitting there for me getting all them shots, the food was still just amazing. But I'm grateful for a lot of restaurant owners. They still reach out to me and they tell me how their business has grown, the influx of customers just from the show. So I want that to happen outside of Atlanta now, just like you said. And I think that would be great. Oh, I can see it now. See it. See it. See it, Kurt. I can see it now. <laughs> and I feel like you need to partner with a car company. Come on. And you need to partner with a fuel company. Come on. And a hotel company. I feel like that's and, the perfect and, match for you. And a clothing company. That's not. Because you need to wear clothes in these places because they're not clothing optional. 
Do we not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is the goal. So yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. This is dope. Okay, so that's uh, where you round out season four. Now, I know that you said um, on top of being bored, you know, you try to limit your seasons to, you said 10 or 12 episodes. 10, ten well, I want to say 10 to 12, but somehow I've been losing track and they get to like 17. I don't know how that happens. So that's how much you love what you do that you forget you're supposed to stop yeah. at 12. Yeah, I wanted to stop around there. I think that's a good way to now we do see. And then that gives me a break between seasons to make the adjustments. And that's you know, what I wanted to talk about. So yeah, what is the uh, break between season four and your next season? Like, what is that? What are you going to do in the break? Like, what are some of the things you will focus on in the break? Right. Period. Just becoming a better. Uh, I don't consider myself a cameraman. I'm, like, can I just say this too? Yeah. I'm the worst cinematographer on this planet, right? I highly doubt that. Listen, I just know how to tell a good story and that's what I focus on. Telling a good story and being entertaining. So uh, in between breaks, I take that rest. I sit and I think a lot. I look at old episodes. I watch what some of my foodie mentors or foodie senseis are doing. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm still fig figuring it out. Because it, when I, like I said, when it first started, it wasn't supposed to be a show. It was supposed to be more like a vlog where I just go and chat out the season. There was no intro. What's up, Basil Bros? Welcome back to another episode of Food is Bay. Like all that stuff wasn't there. It was just supposed to be me showing up. I actually up. like that. You actually made, listening to your episodes last week, watching your videos last week uh, to prep for the interview today, I thought to myself, I want to create an intro because I don't have one. And I yeah. realized that every good show has a really good intro. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, the way how you slow down and make the screen shake, it's about to go down. Like that to <laughs> me is what I want to create. Right. And I get that from, uh, like you said, every good show has an intro. And then I used to be into wrestling a lot. So my guy, my guy was The Rock. So, you know, he had all the greatest sayings in the world. So I just infused those two two things together and say again. Can you smell? Right. With the eyebrow? Yeah, I was, that was my fake ass eyebrow. <laughs> I tried. You smell what the rock is cooking. It's called food is back. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so before we wrap on up, like I want to know a little bit about. So you talked about experiencing all these amazing different cultures that first of all i've never even heard of until you said it but i want to tell you yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah so i don't even know like to think about what this food is and the fact that you had this food before you was in high school just blowing my mind um but when you brought that back with you like okay i'm gonna start this channel i'm gonna you did all the practice you're ready to get started I know that you said you were trying, you're still trying to find the balance, but how do you determine like what restaurants to like bring the people in on and what restaurants? Yeah, I don't know. How do you determine? So for, for me, um, it's a little different now, but in the beginning, I would just browse. Um, I would browse Instagram. You know, you can type in you know, in the search bar, you can type in whatever type of food and just go through and look and see what comes up. 
And I would I really like to visit places that uh, aren't always as hype. I'm not gonna say who's hype because then it's gonna sound like I'm hating because a lot of these places be more Instagrammable and more of a vibe than the food actually being good. I know what you're saying. I got yeah. it. I yeah. got it. So you're looking for the good food, not the food that looks good. Right. Okay. Because I know what you it. mean. Especially you know what I'm saying? Where you spend $150 cause it look cute, but the food tastes. You know? So I'm gonna send you an offering for that one. Food that's good, food that doesn't look good. Nasty food. Yeah, and it'd be more of a vibe. So I and I like I generally like to try to find places that I, I feel like nobody has really been to because now you're going on a venture because I'm experiencing with you for the first time versus something that you're more familiar with. Like me going all the way down to Lovejoy in the middle of the woods to try some fried chicken, you know? Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to you to take you to some places like this. You do you eat steak? Do you eat steak? Yes. Yes. Okay. I gotta get you at this. It's a Uruguayan steakhouse. I'm sure you heard of Folded Day Chat, but this is a little different. It's a mountain of meat. Uh, I mean, I've when I say heard of Folded Day Child, but I've never eaten. never been. Folded Day Child is great, but this Uruguayan steakhouse is 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 absolutely phenomenal. It's it's and and every time people see it, every time they post it, it's like, I've never seen nothing like that. And they've been first before. Of all, with I can't even pronounce the first word you said. So what? What was that? Uruguayan steakhouse. Uruguayan. Uruguayan. Uh huh. Uruguayan. That's that's good. Uruguayan. And it, it's just Don't amazing. The internet. I really tried to pronounce that. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's how what I do. I try to find places that I think people may not have been to, and and not a lot of hype around it, but the food is amazing. Sounds good to me. Sounds like if yeah, it's me. You got all the ingredients of success. Oh man, coming from you, that means a lot, bro. I, I'm I'm so uh, blown back that you invited me on your podcast. I, I don't take it for granted. I appreciate man, I've you. I've been bro. watching you for a while. Yeah, a you've while. been doing doing big things, man. I love the flavor. I love the flavor that you put out there for your uh, for your page. Um, the confidence that you instill in big man. Um, being yourself, I love what you're doing with the whole XL Tribe thing. Yeah, I've been talking about this interview throughout the week. Like, yeah, I'm about to be on XL Tribe because I, it's just like for you to see me and be like, you want me on your show? I don't, I don't take that for granted, man. I just want to thank man, you for having me. Man, listen, that food you be eating, I'm like this. This is not, this not your run of the mill. Like, oh, I just pulled out my camera because I went to so and so's barbecue shack, like. You can tell, I guess watching your show really helps me understand. There's an American saying that people say you put love into food. Yeah. And you can tell that there's a lot of love behind the content you create. And that's really what I noticed, Um, which is why when you said you're not the best in a photographer, I said you're alive. I mean, maybe you feel like, you know, you can, you know, shoot you know, B-roll a little better, or maybe you feel yeah, like yeah. Why those you things, but like, that's just like perfecting something. That's not, or that's just elevating the craft. That doesn't tell you the passion behind the story. Because right. how many times have you seen a beautiful movie that's trash? True. That's uh, true. See? That's true. My point there. Great yeah. cinema photographers do more than just shoot great film. Yeah. 
they tell great stories. stories. That's yeah. what you do. I get. Thank Every you, time I you eat, you. I just be like, can I go there now? Can I go there now? <laughs> Are they open? Oh, no, it's 2 a.m. I can't go there. Man, oh, all right. All right. I appreciate you, bro. It makes it all worth it. I appreciate you, man. Well, I want you to tell the people where they can find you, where they can watch all your episodes, where they can find you on the gram, all of that. Tell them. Yeah, go ahead and follow me on the gram at londonjames.eats. You can type in London James. I'll pop up first. You can type in food is bay. I'm going to pop up first. Uh, go ahead and follow me there. Go, go to, hit the link of my bio. Go ahead and make sure you grab some merch. The merch stores up. We got t-shirts. We got hoodies. We got sweatpants. We got socks. We got everything you need on the merch store. So go ahead and follow me on Instagram, londonjames.eats. Perfect. Well, Guys, this has been another episode. I am sticking to my thing. By the way, I am two episodes into my 52 episodes. So I yes, sir. It. Let's go. Um, but until next time, y'all, peace out. Peace.